friends, family, team, how are we? Great to hear from you again. Just kidding, you're hearing from us. It is season nine, episode five of the Washed Up Podcast. We got a little hiatus. We got some bewilderments to talk about. A couple shows, movies, a little pop culture to get you engaged. A couple would you rather questions and comments. Then we dive into our sports talk. Some MLB signings, some MLB bad news. Into the NBA, who we like, who's getting hot, who's staying ugly. And then we got a little bit of NFL to talk about, and we're obviously going to predict the champions. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it! You can come get me. I'm in the Season 9, episode 5. Some would say it's the 9 to 5, which we don't want. So if you want us to not have that... Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. It's the Chandler Jones episode. Yeah, tell your friends. Uh, Richard Dent? I, <clears throat> I was going to say that because Chandler Jones was playing this weekend. Oh, 137 and a half sacks. Fine, it's the Richard Dent episode. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, is my uh, chip plugged in? Is your what chip? Is my headphones plugged in? Yeah, should be. This is what goes on when you guys aren't listening. Yeah. All right, cool. Can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know. Whatever. You sound great. Yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> so, Richard Dent episode, number 95 on the Chicago Bears, 137 and a half sacks. Do not Google him because he may or may not be caught up in an allegation right now, but it's all alleged. Great. Huh. Great start. So, uh, um, so sticking away from the traditional <laughs> nine to five. And staying away from allegations. Yeah, just don't fucking do stupid stuff. Yeah, don't put yourself in a position to be allegated. <laughs> and we're back at Chandler Jones. <laughs> James, how you doing? Uh, middle of the road, not bad, but not not like amazing. But middle maybe of the road. a six. Yeah, uh, yeah, six. Yeah, six flat. Yeah, I, no, I'm telling you. Yeah, we're it's keeping you above a five. That's yeah, it. like we're I said, not, not dying, but I'm not glorious. That's okay. So maybe even a seven. Honestly, yeah, maybe. I had a dynamite shower before I came here, and that was kind of helping. Showers, showers change the game. They kind of do. You have you ever taken a shower and gotten out and been like, I don't feel better? No, yeah, yes. You know, has liars. Yeah. What liar? (laughs) Yes. What happened? Uh, You know, it's just one of those anxiety things. Sometimes, don't worry about it. No, like, let's worry about it. Let's talk about it for a second. (laughs) I'm so confused. Like. What you got out and you didn't feel you? Did you uh, wish okay, you didn't okay. shower? It's it wasn't the cleansing of my body that freaked me out. It was being it was like back in the heyday of me being crazy. And uh, are you when, a never nude? What are you a never nude? No, I'm always nude. Um, under all <laughs> underneath all these clothes, completely nude. Okay, cool. Um, I sure. think we're talking about different things. Um, <laughs> so being in a shower when your mind's going crazy. Yeah. It's like locking yourself in a little area, and then you're like, the world doesn't exist outside these curtains or behind this glass door. (laughs) 
that's totally understandable, but sort of also not what we were really talking about. You know? Exactly. But you said, have you ever had a shower and then regretted getting in the shower? But you having that fear and that anxiety has nothing to do with the shower. So you're anxiety shaming me. Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's stern. <laughs> no, no, I'm not anxiety shaming you. Obviously, I freak out about the craziest stuff. But what I'm talking about is like the shower mm. didn't do it. You know, I'm talking about just getting under some water sure. and then getting out. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, okay. I see what you're saying. But yeah. like while you were in the shower, you were feeling great. And then you got out and you're like, oh, fuck. For the argument, yes, I was feeling great in the shower. <laughs> you're feeling better than you were <laughs> before you got out. Yes. Water, oh. water does. Bottom line, everyone just enjoy a good Showers shower. Showers aside, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing Sounds good. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> had a great shower before you guys came here. Uh, showers are really good. We love that. Um, moving back to the suburbs. City living for about a little more than a year. Um, kind of over it. Hello. Obviously, we had a bad like first apartment together that was both ours. That kind of left a bad taste in our mouth. Moving back to the burbs, we have a lot of things that are just around here that we still used even when we were in the city. So, like, it just kind of made sense. And when you have a car or 290s right there and you can just hop on, go downtown, the train's right there. It's just, like, it's fine, you know? I can get downtown if I need to. It'll yeah. be easy. Hey, we're all burbs boys together. Absolutely. So, uh, city boy, city uh, boy, no longer. As if you could see the skyline, man. Yeah. You're a city boy. City boy. <laughs> yep. From Chicago, born and raised, uh, Polish sausage, hot dog with tomatoes on it. Right in the jejunum. Yep. Uh, but besides that, <laughs> rock and roll. We got to move in soon. Uh, going to be a little poor for a little bit. Uh, got to pay rent to get out of the place. Got to pay rent to get in a place. So yeah. that's twice rent. We yeah. bounce back. Oh, I'm sorry you have to do that. I'm glad you're staying a little bit positive. Like you said, um, can only go up from here. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to take FanDuel for roughly four grand, and then it's going to be a complete. It's usually well, it's through. usually when I do my best is when I need the money. <laughs> so I only take favorites and overs. Yeah, right. and it always works. <laughs> but um, speaking of when you're talking about being poor. I saw a TikTok the other day that said, as a man, if you make $70,000 and you're not married and you're not obese, you are within 1.5% of, like, the top tier of men. Dude. Really? Yeah. TikTok is slowly trying to be, like, its own news platform, and it should only be for little funny sketches that I watch while intoxicated. Yeah, I know. I didn't like it, and I didn't even want to when bring it up, but I kind through. of, yeah. like, it just kind of made sense for what we were talking about, and I was like, whoa, dude. I should I should get single. <laughs> <laughs> just That's kidding. What I'm yeah, or get fat. Yeah, Super fat. Yeah, then you're out of that 1%. <laughs> There's things you can do, Tammy. <laughs> Thanks for asking. I'm doing uh, great. And what popped in my head today was that I will beat seasonal depression one day. <laughs> but it's not It's not this day. Not today. But it, but it is not <laughs> so, today. Like, it's like the Lord of the Rings, but it's not this day. I stay day. positive as much as I can. I know a part of being anxious and depressed is like uncontrollable at times. So I've I've actually kind of already eat it because like I already know that it's coming I'm prepared for it and I still just try and stay in the best moods that I possibly can 
But, like, the other day I was thinking, I was like, I've just been, like, agitated lately, man. I've just been, like, I, a little more on edge and, like, getting into more fights with my mom, my girlfriend. And, like, not big fights because I'm a fucking sissy. But, and then I just realized, like, you know what? It's just seasonal, man. You just, the sun will come out eventually. 100% agree. It, it, it was so great this morning, like, getting up, going to work. Like, the sun was up. It was, like, fresh air. I'm like, oh, it's great. I had my coffee. I was ready to go. And then I get out of work later. I look. It's just dark. I'm like, god yeah. damn it. So if you're, <laughs> if you're uh, going through some things right now, just just know the sun will be out eventually. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I With all the shit going down the last couple of months with the apartment, um, like, I've just been on edge. For the last like month and a, like two months probably. I know no one wants to hear about when you're happy, but I do want to congratulate all of us. I feel like a lot of people, especially people we know and like five years ago, us would never talk about this stuff. And I know sometimes I think about it when we're talking. I'm like, do you think people really want to hear about like if you're anxious and depressed? I think it's helped all of us. I think we've all learned yes. like tips from each other. Like because. We haven't came in here on, on zeros in a while. Mm-hmm. No, the zeros have not been. It has not been zero lately. Yeah. And you've gotten in cold water. I know. Yeah. It's so great. I know. Joe Rogan was saying the other day, another one, we were talking about trust. Like, who do you trust? I don't know if I believe this, but he, I mean, he's kind of a, he knows about all this shit. It's like, if you go in the cold tub, it boosts serotonin and endorphin levels by 200 times. Yeah. You gotta stay in it for X amount of time. We're yeah. a cult up podcast. That brings me back to my cynical twenty-five-year-old self. Learned a lot in these twenty-five. Why do I gotta get freezing cold water to be happy? Brady <laughs> <laughs> just gets home, takes an ice yeah. glass of ice water. Like, yeah. oh, dude, even when I'm there by myself, I started doing it when my buddies were in there with me. But now I just do it even when I don't even know the people that are in there. This is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. And just walk right in. The people are like, oh god. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. I I still my tolerance for cold showers has gone down drastically. I hadn't done one in a while. Got in one when I was at the gym. I turned the water freezing cold, and it was freezing cold. And I was like, "You got this. You've done this millions of times. Get in there." And I'm like freaking out, and I like twist out of it, and I like tweak my back a little bit, and I'm like, "Yeah, the shower's so much tougher this, those because you're not like full submerged." Right I know. Away. It's yeah. like it hits your neck, which nice. sucks. Then it yeah. hits your PC, which is the worst, <laughs> and then it hits your toes, and you're like, "Oh, I can finally feel how cold this is yep. now." Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. Freaks, bodily bewilderments. I've talked about this a little bit. <laughs> um, I live with. Three buddies now. I don't just live with my mom and my brother who are just used to living with me for the past 25 years. So I'm learning new things about myself that I already were about myself. But I'm learning them now. Uh, I'm very gassy. I've talked about it before. (laughs) Um, So just a little context for this bewilderment today. Um, How does gas just (laughs) sit in your stomach? Like, you should only burp or fart like two or three times total a day in my opinion. (laughs) Like, I get it, water, oxygen, all that gets in your belly, and then it forms a bubble. Yeah. My bubble only bursts, like, slowly, like, a little bit every day, like, 900 times. (laughs) And then I thought about this. I was like, how fucking hilarious would it be? If you just burped or farted three times a day, but it was like outrageously long <laughs> and everyone looks at you and loud and like, and like people are noticing that's you when you do but it. But what if everybody just did it? What if it was just normal three times a day? You're letting your, your gas out. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner pretty much. <laughs> sure. Whenever you drink water, soda, or eat. Post-coital. Yeah. <laughs> Second breakfast. A lot. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> girlfriend finally leaves. <laughs> like it the old joke of like she finally leaves and you fart, she can hear you from your car. <laughs> <laughs> nope, fine. All good in here. All, All good. good. But that's I, I just I, that's the bewilderment, man. There's just a bubble constantly in yeah. everybody's stomach that sometimes comes up to your mouth and sometimes to your butt. Like, I, I can't <laughs> believe we've never had this one before. I know because it's just a daily occurrence. For yeah, me. I think we're also <laughs> it's it's just us going back and forth of like. It is a bewildering. <laughs> yeah. no, and then every it's just time, like moving on. Yeah. Every time Brady like says it, I'm like, wow, I never did think God of that. Damn yeah. it. Now another thing I got to think about. <laughs> it's another thing we're all going to lay in bed tonight yeah. and look at the ceiling. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So but I can make myself that, burp. I know. Me too. Yeah. Like imagine if we didn't have to do that. Right. Imagine and, if it just was. Do you know how. Do you, okay. It's a little gross. I get it. But a good burp and a good fart and a good poop. It feels so <laughs> fucking good, dude. I think it's something everybody can relate to. So, yeah, good on you. It is gross, but, but it's also like, beautiful. It feels like childbirth. So, yes. Jesus. That's actually a lot of gas being removed because there's gas inside the baby. <laughs> <laughs> double the people, double the gas. <laughs> but... It always, whenever we do this section, uh, Tommy McGuire uh, on Christmas break when he was back in town, he was like, dude, I want you to call me sometimes when we're doing bewilderments because I have answers <laughs> and I want to call in right me. when it's going on. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we need that. Yeah. I like to. Tr- what like- if we just talk about burps and farts for a little <laughs> yeah, bit? Yeah. So that, that's just- like going down the dark web right there. Yeah. We don't need any more of that. This has yeah. actually been my plan the second I created the bewilderments. Now nobody's going to listen to my outlandish sports takes for the next 45 minutes. They're just going to think about farts. <laughs> <laughs> so very, now I can say whatever I, th- I, I want. It's very diabolical. I yeah. think it will be like a good spinoff podcast when we get like somebody who has like all the answers and Brady lead the discussion for this person and Brady just, just says answer you're everything just, and he's like so <laughs> let me let me what are your qualifications oh I have a PhD I've gone to law no. school like all this stuff and he's like okay tell me why I fart so much huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> doctor and he or she is just like Brady it's a simple gastrological problem and I can explain it to you in two seconds I'm just like sit, ah, nope didn't have an answer just sitting there with my mouth <laughs> wide open it'd be it's the I'll, I'll pick I'll show you the scenario the doctor's there 20 minutes early for the podcast I'm 30 minutes late I'm walking in all giddy they're angry because they don't want to be here <laughs> they do not want to be here the, the description to them was like hey can you come to this studio and explain simple things to a dumb man <laughs> I show up late and I'm asking them, why do we fart all the time? Why do our bones pop? And they're just like, are you, this is what I went to school for six years for. And that's content, baby. And then we start asking about the moon. I, guys, I'm not an astrologist. Yeah. No, why is the moon the moon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why is the moon and the sun up at the same time? And then Brady just goes, your PhD's fake. Yeah. Uh, that's why they wouldn't know. There no. will only be one doctor who ever came because I'd make him feel bad about spending six years at school and making a lot more money than me. <laughs> You'd make him feel bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, a bewilderment. Like you just realize your life's not that great. Yeah. Here's a bewilderment, Doc. Why am I better than you? <laughs> <laughs> mono e mono, Doc. No time to change right if you, now. If you're a doctor and want to come on, give us a call. Yeah. yeah it's not going to be fun. We're going to wait for the spinoff episodes. <laughs> Um, all right, I do have another bewilderment. Um, so, friend of the program, friend of the friends, John Menzies. Mm-hmm. He played in our golf outing with us. Um, he had been playing golf for about two and a half, three months when we had the golf outing. couple weeks later, he got his first hole-in-one. I was at the bar 
where he works. And he was telling me, he's like, oh, man, because I obviously bring it up how handsome he is and how he has a hole-in-one every time I see him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you need to text me that in the morning. You make my day so much better. And I go, shut up. This isn't about you. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work through this together. He goes, yeah, you know what? I'm kind of worried about it. Um, I haven't picked up my clubs in a while, and I'm supposed to go on this golf trip with some friends next week. And I slam my beard down, and I go, John, John, you didn't pick up golf clubs for 20 years. (laughs) And three months later, you got a hole-in-one. Crimea River. If you didn't pick it up for 10 weeks... You're going to be fucking fine. And that's why things like that don't happen to us. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like, it's like like the end of Dumb and Dumber. Don't worry. We'll catch our break. Yeah. <laughs> fucking playing golf for 20 years. I think I've had two birdies. <laughs> <laughs> but the bewilderment of the body to just be picking it up as quick as you can. Like, I still don't know how to skate. If I gave myself three months, I would know how, the fundamentals of skating. I wouldn't be able to play hockey. Yeah, quick shout out to John Menzies. What a humble guy. Yeah, for real. Shout dude. out, John. If I if I looked like him and golfed like him, well, I would I wouldn't want to swing. I'd want the result. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, good guy. Um. Uh, Chris was like, "Uh, why do you have to bring it up?" And I was like, "Cause you don't have one, um, <laughs> idiot." <laughs> that, that makes it so much better. <laughs> but Chris does technically, uh, not technically. Chris not technically has a hole in one because in one of his tournaments on a par three, his first tee shot went into the water and then he holed out from the same tee box the next shot. But that technical hole in one is a par with the golf rules. Yeah. So he saved par with a hole in one. I've seen Chris at a very impressive eagle. Yes, Chris is a very impressive golfer, but it just boils his blood. And it would me, too, if I had been golfing and am as good as Chris and some dude who who played the game that I love for three months did better than me. Do you remember when you were talking about pottery the other day and you are talking about how you're just going to get really good at it? Yeah. If I ever hit a hole-in-one, that will be the expectation. (laughs) 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 Like, on any part three, I'm two feet away, I'd never be happy again. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my spin of I don't want one. (laughs) Like, I think if if I, like, you know, you guys know me, not good at golf, I fuck around, but Mm -hmm. if I hit a hole-in-one, I think Chris would take a machete and cut out my heart. You're yeah, like you wouldn't you wouldn't last around with friends as Chris. I think he would. It would be the end of our friendship. He would be like, sure. "I'm going to kill you." Like I'm actually going to kill you. Yeah. I would too. You are one of my best friends, and you are one of the most kind people I've ever met. And I've never even thought about harming you one day in my <laughs> life. I would take my nine iron across the side of your face <laughs> as hard as I possibly could, and not feel bad about it. I. <laughs> I think I got some psychological things going on in my head when it comes to performing in sports. I, I don't want to get a hole-in-one before Chris, so I don't try. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, if I got too good, it would demolish him. Dude, if James got a hole-in-one <laughs> while we were together. There would be a long list of people that would kill me, I think. Oh, my. I would be so, like. I'd be at the bar waiting for you to buy the round. Yeah, I would be, like, so. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, non Envious, like, jealous. Yeah, but I, I like. There's no, there's no basis behind it. I should be so happy for you, but I would be so. Oh God, I'm such a fucking bad vocabulary. If we had a but, doctor here, yeah, whatever. I'd be so mad at you, but I shouldn't be. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I like, like I said, because I would probably look at you guys. Like, what do you think of that? And like, I would just get looks like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. Well, I would leave you at every hole. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I would stop playing. Again. Well, 
The only way Chris would believe it is if he was there. Yeah. He wouldn't, like, if you, us three went out and it just happened, and then we were like, dude, James got a hole in one. He's like, no, he fucking didn't. And he I, would never let it into his head that he that you did. No, and then also, too, I think even if he was there and if he saw it with his own eyes, he would try to trick his mind and be like, that, <laughs> that did not happen. Like, he would just kind of squint at it and be like, yeah, if I keep squinting at that yeah. hole, that did not just happen. Moral of the story, Chris Montre has a hold on all of our brains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I think I was the one that told Chris about John because John had texted us yeah. after. I'm like, dude, John Menzies got a hole in one. I think Chris snatched my phone out of my hand. It was like, <laughs> give me that and looked. He was like, Chat room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm gonna hit the golf course this summer. I'm gonna try to get that hole in one. You know what? So am I. Let's gonna, do it. I'm together. gonna start Knock trying. This. I'm gonna start trying. Uh, okay, I'll air knock. Okay, air knock. Good. I didn't want to lean up all the way. I'm gonna start trying. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot you haven't been my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations okay. on breaking that barrier. Thank you. Okay. 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 Fine. You guys seen any? Uh, TV shows, movies. Yes. James, what's going on? Uh, I don't know if anyone's watched Last of Us, two episodes in on HBO. I've heard from th- 5,000 people that I need to watch it. The it's last week alone, I've heard <laughs> from 15 people. Oh, Last of Us is coming out. It's fucking awesome. And here's my thing. The world is better when there's prime HBO to go home on Sunday night. You got your, your that, Uber Eats order, yeah. and you hear that, oh, come on, and you're just locked in. Yeah. It is so fucking good. I didn't know much about the video game. I know, like, so right. everyone loves the video game. But this show is like, all right, Pedro Pascal, which I put on the dock. That man has never been in a show rated lower than 8.9 on IMDb. He is the fucking king of TV. He was in Game of Thrones season four, which is considered to be the best season. He's only in, like, four episodes, and he steals the whole thing. He then went on to go do Narcos, which I've never, like, I've seen episodes of Narcos. It's good TV. I'm not saying it's, it's not. It's really good. It's very good. He's in Narcos. And then he goes to do The Mandalorian. Everyone thinks it's going to bomb because, oh, Star Wars isn't going in the right direction. He's a fucking Mandalorian. That's like a 9.3 now on IMDb. Wow. The man just does not miss. And Last of Us, I just finished the second episode last night. It is so fucking good. I do say, if you're, like, having a rough weekend, you're coming off a long one, do not watch it hungover when you got the scaries because it's a scary show, actually. <laughs> it makes you jump. But I'm not going to give any spoilers. His fucking character is awesome, total badass. But Pedro Pascal, I think, is officially the king of TV. The girl from Game of Thrones is in it, too, right? Yeah, Liana Mormont from Game of Thrones. If you're a big Game of Thrones, she's in it, too. Obviously, she's a fan favorite, but it just shows HBO just... Does yeah. not miss. Yeah, Pedro Pascal is a phenomenal actor. He yeah. is. Uh-huh. He's become the king of TV. I don't think any like Brady. What you're saying, he just doesn't miss. Yeah, yeah. Never. Um, we have some homework to do. Yeah, we do. Uh, comparatively to The Last of Us, um, one of the videographers I used to work with was a huge fan of The Last of Us, <clears throat> and he did a passion project, like two 30-minute movies about the movie. And so when the first time somebody was like, have you seen The Last of Us? I like didn't really know what was going on. And I was like, I think I was in it. <laughs> and the guy goes, I don't, I don't think we're talking. What are you You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had this like strange moment, and I was like trying to connect all the dots because I had no info on anything going on and i was like yeah i like you you mean the short uh, like the short film on youtube and he's like pat no what no. an awkward conversation <laughs> i think i was i think i was, I think I was 
You're reading the new HBO Max hit? And you yeah. don't remember? The show that everybody in the world is talking about right now? God, how cool would that be to not know that you're an HBO Max hit? That would be like that would be like the most humble flex of all time. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, Dude, that show. It was so a- it was so funny. I was but bottom line, you guys should definitely start it. The first the first episode's an hour and a half, like almost a full movie. Ugh. But it's it's <laughs> nice, that was pretty good timing. But uh, oh I definitely I definitely recommend. And there's one thing too. I don't know if you guys ever do it. I have never once in my life fast forwarded an intro on an HBO show. Really? It's, um, when I was like four seasons in The Sopranos, I was. I see or like two or three. The maybe. intro just always gets me so jacked. Whether it's Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon, True Detective, Entourage, like, always get pumped with the Entourage intro. Mm-hmm. And now Last of Us has got, like, an awesome intro, kind of similar to Game of Thrones. Well, obviously, when I caught up to Game of Thrones, I would watch the intro. The first season, I watched the intro for all of them, and then I was just, like, so hooked. I was like, no, no, no 30 seconds. Get me to the next episode. <laughs> See, I just feel like I'm I've so been there. I'm so weird like that where I'm just like I gotta watch the intro. No, I don't think it's weird, and I think you watch a lot of shows when they're on too, though. I don't oh, know yeah. if you you don't rewatch, but do you watch the intro for Always Sunny every time? All the time, yeah. Oh, oh. I, I, I a, it gets me just excited. I don't know what it is. It's the way my brain is wired. I respect like, it. I, I, I respect, respect it. it. I just don't understand it because I yeah. am a psychopath, and I thirty seconds is like I. I feel like that's such a waste, and then I'll play some stupid fucking game on my phone for oh, while the hours. show's going on. Yeah, yeah. I like I'll when when I started the second season of uh, White Lotus, we were watching it, and I was like, "We got to watch the intro." Isn't it like a really like weird intro? Yeah, but like it's the first of a new season. You got to watch it. Then the next every yeah. time, I was like, "No, we're good." Yeah, I always get to it too late, too. Depressed. Oh, yeah, dude. And then you just pause it, and then you're like, mm. Yeah, now I'm fast Now I got to look at myself. Yeah. <laughs> what's, like, what's, like, what's like the show that everyone watches that like you fall asleep to, and you wake up in the middle of the night, and like the, the theme song's just blasting? Mine's hands down in the office. That thing is so loud. My What my year is, are we in when we're talking this? Because if it's not George Lopez's show, then you're all wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, yes, that's... That was before Netflix. That was just on the TV, yeah. falling asleep to Nickelodeon. Dude, and the decibel difference oh when George God. Lopez's show came on had to climb... 17 volume ticks. You're turning that shit off at the sleepover because you, when you're sleeping over, like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, should we keep the TV on? You're like, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I'm not going to fall not- asleep. And then you look, <laughs> your boys are falling asleep. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can turn this off now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm also definitely not scared of this basement. You clumped 10 of us in. Let's yeah. totally leave the TV on just for normal reasons. Absolutely. And your snacks are terrible. <laughs> oh. oh, great. Wheat thins and... French Tri- onion dip. Oh, bummer! Be so stinky you, in the morning. It, I forgot my toothbrush. We're talking about movies and TVs, <laughs> but if you didn't have the variety bag of chips at, at, at your house, you just weren't cool. Yeah, yeah right. No, you weren't my friend. Give me choices, please. <laughs> yeah, I want to see some Fritos, some Doritos. Fuck, if I want some Cool Ranch, might get some Cool Ranch. <laughs> I want to be able to make a selection. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to get forced. I don't tr- want my life chosen for me. I want to be. I want to sit there for. An unreasonable amount of time and pick. <laughs> I don't want to be force-fed Triscuits and cheese. No, fuck that. I do love Wheat Thins now, though. Wheat Thins and Triscuits are fucking delicious nowadays. Yeah. It's a little Chicoots board, maybe? Ooh, Triscuits going Hey, you watching any shows? Movies? Um, since last week? Since last week, no. I've been just re-watching a bunch of shit 
because I'll get home and be a little sleepy boy, and I'm like, well, I'm going to do a little pot and then just sit and watch. Oh, like, since you were asking about mine's always Family Guy, and then this 20th season will end, and then American Dad will come on, and then vice versa. It's only (laughs) those two. It's only those two. You're just repping out between them? Oh, my God. It's so fantastic. I talked about it last week. It is. I I was watching one the other night, like an older one. I was just, I I just laugh at it. It's just such nonsense. It is. It's just, it's utter nonsense is the best way you could put it. It, it, But it's like so great. If you're having a bad day, you want to come home, you want to just take a nice shower, and you want to just, (laughs) and you want to just watch like, thanks for doing that under your breath, James. (laughs) And, And then, and then you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna throw on Family Guy. You feel better, no doubt. Yeah. Um, what else makes me feel better is uh, looking up would you rather questions and making some, and these are fucking hilarious today in my brain. Um, would you rather be? So I looked up the weirdest jobs to have in the world. Would you rather be a water slide tester or a dog surfing instructor? Water slide tester would water be slide awesome. tester for sure. See, dude. I said that right away. You get a dog on a surfboard, you're like God. You can, uh, Have you ever had a dog just obey everything you said? No. I, I'm still going oh. surf. No, remember I had to surf. get my dog back. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Are we going to have to turn into a no-dog podcast? No, can't I don't have know that. how many times I have to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, just, that's the last dog joke I'm going to make, I promise. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> For real this time. I, I'm going a water slide tester would be fucking awesome. I can't believe it's a job. How do we get one of those fucking jobs? I don't know. You can't get paid more than fucking fifteen thousand dollars a year. Yeah, before after before tax. I'm looking that up right now. And then you obviously have to sign something that goes, "You may die." Like you're testing a water slide. That's so water slide testers. But then you got forty seven thousand. You're making for a water slide. Dude, I could do that. I could live off forty seven thousand. I could live off forty seven thousand. Hannah might not be happy, but in the in the state of Illinois, it's forty-seven thousand. Hold Mich- on, okay. You animals will test water slides for forty-seven thousand, but you won't do your favorite hobby for more than seventy-five grand. Yeah, you psychopath. Do you know how easy it would be to just go down a water slide? No, in, uh, oh my god. No, in, in, in Mich- in Nobody Mich- understood my question. Then. No, I got it. No, keep going, James. Uh, Michigan, it's fifty-six thousand. And also, if I was bowling. My whole life, and was getting paid for it. Yeah, I think I deserved like sixty-five to seventy, whatever I said for yeah. water slide. Forty-seven thousand is like that's too much, already. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I'm going dog surfing instructor. The only way you could die doing that is by sharks. And you know what? Can't wait, Can't wait for my first is. day. First day at the first new day. water slide. Day. <laughs> um, all right. Um, next James, one is. Just- Put that picture on Washed Up's story and say, new episode out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy sucks with the new episode and his job. <laughs> um, the next one is professional mermaid or nail polish namer. And for this one, I was like, I would be so fucking high all the time for both of these. <laughs> <laughs> like, just getting so high. And then the, they're like, look at this color. What would you name it? Like, pfft. Violeta. <laughs> Violeta. <laughs> it's purple. We already have violet. All right, just animal. add an ah. Uh. <laughs> but also, being a professional mermaid would be sick. Like, you literally <laughs> just chill in the water all day, just bopping around. Fuck, I'm going mermaid. All right. 
Um, I think I'm going to be the mermaid as well. Yeah. Name and colors is fun, but like, look at the Crayola box. They really ran out. Yeah. It would quickly. get boring. It would get boring. Like how many more variety packs Crayola can you have? Yeah. But I just thought about it. If it was my job to just get high and like, look at shit and then yeah. give it a name, that'd be sick. That would be hilarious. <laughs> That's a good, would you rather? Like you could just get actually, so- I'm switching. I want to name shit. <laughs> I want to name shit some random colors. I'm still going mermaid. I don't know what, I can't think of like crazy names at the moment, but if I was I, I would be able to. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right. Did you take Vooch to score first basket? I thought I did. Was looking back at it? No. Damn. It didn't have anything. <laughs> didn't have any first Great. basket parlays. I thought I totally did. Back to the nail polish. It'd be funny. You name me and then hearing other people pronounce the names, that would be pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Actually, like, can I get the Paleta special? <laughs> it's not, it's Leviosa. Yeah. Dude, this is tweaking me out. Sorry. I totally thought I did a first basket parlay again. <laughs> Give me like two seconds. No worries. Um, does any, Do you have any more would you rathers? I don't. That I was, got. I have some beef with something, and we'll just put this under other comments and questions. I, after yeah. that, I have some too. Um, olives are fucking trash. Like olives like the- Black uh, olives, uh, green no. olives, olives in a martini. You're wrong. I know. I, I know no. people who love them. I uh, just- no. Can't understand it. We've talked about taste buds. I'm very versatile when it comes to food and talking about it. I can understand how somebody likes something that I don't. I can't understand it with olives. I think they're the most putrid thing ever. <clears throat> I, I Every week I You're get wrong, to- You're wrong, Colonel Sanders. I, I have to Mom because right. so many people like them. I get to, when I get to work every Sunday, it's like they say, hey, can you get the olives out for the Bloody Marys? They are so fucking disgusting. I agree. I'm with you. They are so gross. All right, I then, love olives so much. I don't know how. I there's <laughs> I don't get it. I love them. So, so you just pop uh, a black olive in your mouth, and be like mm. olives, or like good. a blue cheese olive. Yes, and dude. you're like, mm, that was good. Yes, that's working fun. in a restaurant. I don't give a fuck where you work. I'm just this saying, there's some olives everywhere. right there. I, <laughs> some some girl went out years ago when I was working at the bar, like years ago. Like she said, is the kitchen open? I said, no, it's not. And she's like, can you just give me a handful of olives? And I was like, you're not getting laid tonight. I don't know if I love <laughs> you or hate you. <laughs> I mean, you're the, not the sheer, the sheer yeah. confidence. Yeah. What a wild. You're not getting laid. You want an olive? The girl's just looking like for like I, I like I need to eat olives. Okay, now we're getting too out of control now. <laughs> That's just subjectively weird. It's so <laughs> weird. That's it like, oh, that girl's so hot. <laughs> she's olives, like, what kind? You're like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And she turns around, she's got like olives in her cheek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get off the subject, please. All I, right, I got another one. So, oh, God. It's another dog story, Pat. Take it easy. So, <laughs> nice. a dog Good accidentally one. shot a guy today or Whoa. yesterday. So, like, it's his hunting dog. Okay. And, and he Dog. fatally shot him. So I'm not trying to like make a joke of this at all, but uh, like let's speculate. Um, I didn't read any more into it. I was like, but, like what? What could have happened? Like, did the dog think it was a toy and bite the trigger? Yeah. Or like, did the guy teach him to to pick up a gun? No, I I think the gun was on the ground and the dog probably stepped on the gun. Maybe his like paw hit the trigger and then it went shot like that. Right at him. Like who leaves a gun just pointing right at you though? On the floor that, of all places? Or it's maybe, gotta be it had to have been on the table and the dog was like, Ooh, what's on the table? Yeah. Fuck. But it like hunting dogs are so trained. That's wild. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. My mind's wrapped right now. <laughs> all right. Does anybody else have any Yes. You do. 
Um, I don't know. I didn't read much into it, but what the fuck was it? Twitter was all up in arms yesterday about the M&M's. Oh, oh yeah. what is going on with that? Like, I don't, I don't, it's an honest thing. Like, is it a political I, thing or is it I like guess the women M&M's are like seductive or something? So they had to discontinue their characters. All of them. Yeah. You know how the green M&M was hot? Okay. Like I just do you, do you remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just destroying the point I'm about to make, but like just objectively objectively true that the green green M&M was a baddie. Like what are we doing? Yeah, it's legit candy. It's like, it's they it's, put eyelashes not, on her and heels. It's That's not, it. It's not even candy. It is a cartoon <laughs> of candy. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw like Twitter was just freaking out about it yesterday. I'm like, wait, what's going on with M&M's? And then I even bought some M&M's because everyone kept talking about it yesterday. Right. It was the same thing that happened with Lola Bunny from Space, Space Jam 1 to Space Jam 2. Understood. So gotcha. there you go. Yeah. So M&M's are just insane right now. What the actual fuck is going on in this fucking world? I'm sorry for swearing. Yeah, but what the fuck? No, so much. What it's the just frick? like, why do you got to be so vulgar? And I get it, but like, what are we doing it is a cartoon candy piece right yeah that's not the things that matter like in (sighs) retrospect the whole world needs to get fixed let's focus on the candy corporations yeah right let's take down that big m&m yeah (laughs) they won't notice yeah it's not like we got never mind yep so thanks for answering that. Yeah, I just saw people. Were it was something about that. They're discontinuing their characters. Maybe that was like too seductive. They're putting in or a something. bunch. They're just like changing them up. They're like in all inclusivity with M and M's. So <laughs> That's uh, however you can figure out, dude. Um, I'm in the wrong fucking timeline, dude. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Tis what it is. We yeah, we adapt, like, we improve, we overcome. No, you know? no, 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 no. I'm not adapting and overcoming this. I'm not being the bigger person. This it is for it, sure. It is literal. It was as literal as I've ever been literal about anything. A cartoon candy piece. Yeah, I was more saying it just to transition. No, but. I, I know, but I, I didn't want to get off it at the moment. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go home then. I see start eating a bunch of M and M's. I'm yeah. so angry. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna make a video. Oh, the green candies. <laughs> yes, I, yes, you have to. green candies in my mouth. I'm so bad. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, All right, let's move on. Well, I have I have one thing before we get into full sports. Um, so I might go play basketball tonight. Nice. And it'd be the first time, like, playing full-on basketball since my fangy. Mm. And I'm just a little appre- apprehensive to, I think to you'll do be it. I mean, you can do it. I think you're just going to be – I know you are. You look good. It Thanks. looks like you're feeling good. You're going to be so out of shape. So bad, dude. Like, I'm so glad the court, if I go, is smaller than normal. Oh, yeah, not, not that you're going to be excited. I'm just saying, like, basketball is a different game. If you don't train basketball every day, you're not in basketball shape. Like, by the fourth time you're up and down, you're not even going to be thinking about your finger. You're going to be thinking about the stars you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. That's 100%. It, it's, it's happened to me I'm before. Actually, that's why I'm saying. <laughs> strangely enough, that just made me want to play. Yeah, you need to get be like out there. I need to like huff and puff and fight for my life and see stars and be like, do I need to sit down? Yeah, it's I miss best. that, dude. I fucking love playing basketball. I haven't dude. played basketball since September. Like I've shot around, I've tried to dunk, but like I think you need it for your mentals right now. You need to get out there. Thank you, James. I think I do too. Thanks for talking through this. Hell yeah, it's what we're here for. It's what we do. Absolutely. Um, all right, I want to start with a little MLB, um, just because the main thing that happened that. Uh, just before the main thing, I guess, 
Or all this Chapman's going to the Royals for one year. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he's 34 or 31. One of those. I'm not scared of him. You shouldn't be. Anymore. How's to say that guy has... When did... When, when did that fear of Aroldis Chapman stop? When he almost cost the Cup to World Series? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think then for sure. That I think was that the, moment, yeah. And then Altuve, was, Altuve a couple years ago too. Yeah, and then he couldn't find the strike zone. He's super sweaty all the time. And, like, the Royals are supposed to come in last in the Central next year. Yeah. That's the predictions as of right now. I know they've been rebuilding for like seven years. I know. But at least they have a World Series in this decade. True, 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 true. Not actually this decade, the decade being the last 10 years. Yes. Got it. Um, But the same like corresponding thing is like nobody's afraid of Josh Hader anymore either. Oh, yeah, I think they are. I don't think so. I don't think there is right now. Like the last couple of years, we saw some closers coming. Oh, there is not... One dominant closer right now where I'd be like, wow, that guy's coming in. There is no Mariano Rivera right now. Maybe Edwin Diaz, but he kind of folded a couple times this year. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I just think relievers are all throwing 105 now. So, like, the haters and Chapman's lost their niche. Yeah. But I still think hater just gets fucked by being on the Milwaukee Brewers. He's on the Padres. Now he's on the Padres, but I'm saying from before. And then now the the Padres are kind of like the Brewers of the West. Like, you'll talk about them and everything, but you're still going to talk about the Dodgers. Before you talk about the Padres, and if you talk in the Central, you're still going to talk about the Cubs or the Cardinals before right. the Brewers, right? I really hope that just the triggered pa- some Brewers fans. The Padres are going to win the World Series. I'm uh, all for it. I'm on the Padres. I love Tatis. They, you guys I don't know. Uh, guess for who has now gone to the Padres since probably you guys didn't get the update. And why I'm so high in at this? Adam Angle. Yeah, yeah. He went to the Padres for nickels yeah. for. Nothing in their outfield, if needed, Soto. is going to be uh, <laughs> Adam Engel, Juan Soto, and Fernando Tatis. Yeah, yeah, that's lethal. that's a, and then then Bogarts at short and Machado. Oh my God! Yeah, Jesus, they might win the World Series. It's not a might at this point. <laughs> it's it's oh good it's, God. They're going to face the White Sox, and I'm going to be happy regardless. How many uh <laughs> nice how many games left does Tatis have? Like 12? Yeah, I mean... It's like something like that. I legit... So, what is the new thing here? I know it's always it's always been easier to play outfield as opposed to being an infielder. Like, just reflexes, it has to be immediate and all this stuff. Jazzy Jazz and the Funky Bunch is going to center field. Fernando Tatis is going to left field. Well, is it just that the prospects these days or the young talent is proving themselves more up the middle? Yeah, I think so. I think it's more of that there's just more infield talent in, yeah. in the league, in the league right now. Like the Marlins are just like have to be good soon. Right. And I guess like you take the athlete and put them in the outfield cuz they can adapt. You can't bring the outfielder into the infield and have them adapt. Yeah. Although like I'm trying to not fully say that outfield is easy because it's awesome and it's the best position in baseball, just being in the outfield because you have so much room to roam like a gazelle. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. No, it's all right. I just think they make less they make less plays. It's definitely not easier. I think Jazz Chisholm will be fine because he's not injury prone. Fernando Tatis hmm. has more room to get injured now. Like yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that'll be successful. I, I think Chisholm may like be that. able to figure out center. I love Jazz Chisholm though, so yeah. it might be a little biased. Well, I wanted us to I wanted the White Sox to get Jazz. That would, be so that would have been so awesome. detrimental to me. 
Yeah, <laughs> that Jack, would not have been good for he's you. He's one of my favorite players to watch, and it's just because everybody fucking hates him. Yeah, because he's making baseball fun. Yeah, and he's just saying anyone who wears glasses when they're playing baseball, I love it. And Me he's too. not even wearing like the Oakley like ba- he's baseball glasses. player glasses. He's wearing like a pair of sunglasses that probably are very expensive, but they look like the ones on the Target rack or Seven yeah. Eleven. Yeah, and they're just like those. It's, it, Amazing. He, they, he he also just looks like he's just meant to be a Miami Marlin. Like and he's a no, sure. like those yeah. colors. Yeah, like you he, want him coming here? Like, come on. Yeah. Like could you come see on. like see him in an Angels uniform? He'd be like, nope, that just doesn't that's look. That's not right. Jess Chisholm. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, nope, that's that's not him. That's someone that looks <laughs> like him. You're an imposter. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> in other news, in in terrible news <laughs> uh, for the White Sox, um, we started off the show with avoid allegations. Um, just don't be in the situation where you're alligated. Don't be that guy. Mike Clevenger is now um, an alleged abuser on children and women, uh, and we signed him, which means that hopefully in our defense, we didn't know about it. But with our track record of Tony LaRusso's DUI coming out after hiring him and now Clevenger being abuser after getting him. I'm very, very concerned on what's going on at the White Sox facility. Can't happen again. <laughs> Maybe they won't notice. I I, I, th- I think we just cut him. Cut him. You have to. Get rid a, of him. To avoid a because that's PR just, nightmare. Yeah, you have to. And not, do the right thing. It's the right thing to do because if we knew about it, that's fucked. Deshaun Watson is playing football. They're not going to look into the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, that's just a fact of the matter. Do do we all think they should do it? Sure. We all think they should win and try and win, but they never listen to us. Right. They don't, they don't talk to the average Joe. Um, but... That's my quick sense on it. I, I I think cutting him is the right thing to do, which is um, a, a a bummer for the Sox team, but it's the right thing because he is an abuser and fucking don't you moron. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like like it's the wrong thing for you to do, Michael. Like, don't do it. I mean, I just like Pally too. I love to see you today. Like, you know, looking at your phone, like on oh, Mike Clevenger investigated for abuse. You're like. What else is new in the world of the White Sox? Like, right. Just like, like that, you guys are just used to it, and that sucks for you guys. Yeah. Like, like, news like that all the time, you guys are just like, huh, classic. Yeah. It's uh, in better news of the White Sox. Liam Hendricks just dropped some sweet Cancer Sucks merch. Good for him. Love He's Liam got Hendricks. one where it's uh, Cancer Sucks with a backwards K and then his number. That's oh, sick. Liam that is Strong. sick. It's awesome. Lovely Hendricks. I know. He's so great. I hope he can kick the shit out of cancer, um, pumble it into the ground. And I hope he can stay White Sox for a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a way to spin it into positives. Absolutely. We find a way to bring it all back to put, somehow put a smile on somebody's face. So you have a guy like Liam Hendricks, like good guy in general, and he's fighting cancer. That's the guy you want in your locker room. Not, That's the guy. Not trailer trash with the long hair. That's the guy. Yes. 100% agreed. Egregious. Any other MLB news on your side of the North? I can't wait for the Cubs to start. Yeah, I'm I'm even excited for you guys. I mean, then seeing the picture on the internet of Trey Mancini wearing a Matt Clement goatee when he was a kid at Wrigley Field, like, this kid's fucking meant to be here. Yeah. I'm excited. Like I yeah. said, I'm not expecting like 100 wins. I'm thinking 80-something wins would be nice in a challenge for a wild card spot. 
I'm just I'm excited to see how this fares out with them because they just seem like they have a solid group of guys like Dansby Swanson, Hosmer, like what you were saying last week, saying uh, Dansby, Nico, and like bunch or, of stoners. Yeah, you're like yeah. all pull, Trey all pulling up to a yeah. party. Yeah. yeah, like I'm excited for them, and I'm really interested to see where this goes. I wouldn't be upset if they were just this team. If they were just this team that was like 90 wins and frisky. Like, forever. Like, for the rest of time. That'd be we fine. We got the World Series in 2016. I've, what? We come from, shut up. <laughs> we come from 108 years of not winning. But, like, at least give us something to watch and be happy about. And, like, frisky guys who work hard. That's my cup of tea. I know it's not everybody's and people want to win the World Series every year. But I'm so excited to just maybe compete. I mean, And especially, too, it's like, you know, Last year, we're like, all right, we're going to suck this year. And this year, it's like, I'm not saying we jumped in the rebuild, but, like, all right, looking a little more promising. And I just love, like, already you're seeing on social media the way these guys are acting with each other. Like, J-Mo getting engaged on the beach. He's sitting there drinking a margarita. He's got Tucker Barnhart texting him and saying, hey, why didn't you throw your curve like this a certain amount of times? And J-Mo's just like... Dude, I, I'm I'm on vacation right now. Like, yeah. Let's get back to work when I get back. But I love that. Oh yeah, Tuck, I'm getting a Tucker Barnhart jersey and for sure because that's an awesome name. And we don't have to worry about any of the previous guys. We don't have to be like, oh, why the fuck is Chris Bryant still here? Why is Javi Baez still Rizzo? Here? Like, I love Rizzo, and it's yes. all it's all over. It's gone. They're yeah. done. So Wilson now we don't Contreras have to think about gone. any of them. You kind of walked into that one. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. <laughs> to Part, your rival of all places. I walked into a fucking guillotine right there. <laughs> there was a guillotine in front of me, and I just put my stupid big old head right in it. I actually said that about someone at the bar the other day. I'm like, I would love to guillotine that guy, and I got a couple looks from people. Everyone's just like That's so bad. I'd love to drop that guillotine. I just uh. said it like so casually. I said it like so casually and just kept like washing glasses, and like I think everyone was kind of like, Oh, he's J-Mo. In a, and I wasn't even in a bad mood, really. That's the scary thing. That's even mm. funnier. Because yeah. when you're in a bad mood, just that's funny because you know you're in a bad mood and you're you're the way you are when it but if you're in a good mood and you drop that, that's a little whole, little ooh ooh. That guy must really, really <laughs> suck. Yeah. yeah. James is in a great mood. What can I get you? Guillotine? <laughs> a guillotine with a, a guillotine on the rocks? Yum. Is it gonna be the guillotine or the door, sir? Yeah. Yeah. You got two choices. Use them wisely. Yeah, so I'm excited for you guys. Uh, not really like the Cubs fans. I'm excited just for the guys that are on the team. Like, yeah, I've root for I've rooted for them before because I've had home run parlays where they've won me money. So I agree with their stances on coming to Chicago. <laughs> Whether it was a little I, too I north, agree, I agree with their performance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's just going to be fun, you know. Like they're right around the corner. I'd go to a Cubs game. Um, not wearing Cubby blue, even though. Your shortstop proves that I'll look really good in it. Yeah, like really good. And that must be... really suck for you. No, it's like I can. I, <laughs> I. It's actually great because he can afford all the clothes I can't. So when I do inevitably get get rich, I already have my style just printed out. Dude, great. He, spin. He, had, he had the cool. cowboy great boots. Spin. He had like the yeah. boots on. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what I can get away with. Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> God, fuck. Damn it! All right. All right, I'll Lead. come back with some more heat next week. <laughs> Lead us into the NBA, Brad. Three weeks till pitchers and catchers. Yes. Um, top of the East, same team as last week. Celtics are still sick, 9-1 and one in their last 10. I mean, they play really good defense. I think their only weakness is big man, and that's just because Robert Williams can't stay healthy. But they've proven that they can get to the championship. I obviously perfectly called the Warriors beating them. Mm-hmm. Another year under Tatum's belt, another year under Brown's belt. 
I have a future on them, obviously, so I'm a little biased. I still think they're the front runner. I still think they're very good. I don't see it going any any different than it has been. While we're on the topic of the Celtics, that video of Draymond Green like picking up Deuce, if I was Deuce, I would be terrified. Oh my God. <laughs> but that just goes to show you, like Draymond's coming up to Jason Tatum's interview after losing to them. Like the Celtics are infectious, man. Dude, and Deuce is also the cutest kid in sports ever. <laughs> if he goes to Duke, then he's done, but he's got a good chance of being in my good goodwill. Dude, for a while. kid's adorable. Like, <laughs> he's just Brady's gonna die, and his will is just gonna be somebody get this to Deuce yeah. Tatum. His name is Deuce. Like how awesome that is. Yeah, it's yeah. so sick. Um, Philadelphia 76ers are heating up. They're eight and two in their last ten on a five game winning streak. I mean, you got James Harden and Joel Embiid. This is what we've been expecting, and now it's coming to fruition. Yeah, and Kyrie Irving remembered how to play basketball. Brooklyn is actually cooling off at the moment. They're five and five in their last ten, but that's because him and KD have rarely played together in the last ten games. Um, you get a little worried when this stuff starts to happen to the Nets, though. Yeah, you're like, all right, or like you like you went from Eastern Conference Finals matchup possibly with the Celtics to now you're like, oh. yeah, like if if they, and that's the problem. It's like if KD doesn't play. They're fucked. If Kyrie doesn't play, they're down to a 49% chance. KD's always going to give you a 75% chance to win. He has that edge. Yeah, I agree with that. But 100%. without anybody else, it goes down to about 49 Like, if KD doesn't play, it's a 49% chance they win. If Kyrie doesn't play, there's about a 60% chance that they win. Can we do... Um, that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. That It leads me into this question. Can we do... Like a couple rattle-offs of tandems that work and like tandems where you're like, oh, like we thought KD and Kyrie, me personally, I was like, I don't see that really clicking a lot. But then you look at like Jamal Murray and Jokic, you're like, that's pretty perfect. Yeah. So what are some in both of those categories? Uh, De'Aaron Fox and DeMonte Sabonis right now. It's just because Sabonis is the only big that can keep up with him. De'Aaron Fox is so fucking fast and so damn good. I was watching legitimately on my doc. I wrote, I fucking love the Kings. We're going to get to them in a second. Yeah, but we can talk about that in a sec. Like, Luka needs his Robin. Yeah. It's obviously not Spencer Dinwiddie. No, No harm against him. He'll have, and it's not Tim Hardaway Jr., those guys can both put up 22-plus points a game. Not really. They can do it every once in a while, but they're not constant, consistent. I, I can't think of anybody right now that right. Like, so like I could put with Luka. Right. But like Harden and Embiid, we were like, maybe. And just like that position to that position is obviously like it set, sets you up for success. Absolutely. And De'Aaron Fox is the fastest guy in the league, and Sabonis can set one of the widest picks in the league. So that little... Pick and roll is unbeatable. Yeah. And I think James Harden and Joel Embiid are starting to work so well is because James Harden's always been unselfish. He's always been a big assist guy, but now he's doing it even more. Like Embiid's averaging about 35 right now. And Harden's not even getting 15 points some games. I know. And he'll have 15 assists. And if he can just accept that and be okay with that, which I would love to see when they play in front of celebrities and stuff and back in Houston, how he's playing. Right. Because I could see, I don't think Is that he, where the All Star game is? I think it's in oh, I th- Charlotte. Oh, I thought you were saying like or possibly Cleveland. like. No, I, 
No, I'm saying like when he goes back to Houston and plays the plays the Rockets or when he plays the Lakers and there's famous people there. I feel like James Harden's the guy like I'm gonna throw. I don't care if we win. I'm gonna get 40 tonight. Or he might just end up back in Houston after next year. Exactly. Like all you hear about is speculation with James Harden. There's got to be something going on with him. There's no way people are just making up speculation. Like, if him and Joel Embiid were getting along so well and he was enjoying being off the ball as much as he is, we would never hear speculation. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Couldn't agree more. But, um, okay, Brooklyn's cool enough. The Nuggets are a problem. Like, the combination you're talking about with Jamal Murray and Jokic, it, at first didn't think it was going to make sense because I didn't even know Jamal Murray, like, I knew he could score the shit out of the ball. I didn't know he could be a facilitator the way that he is. When he's healthy, ridiculous. They're 9-1 and one their last 10, and I feel like I said that last week about them too. Um, everybody else in the West is kind of trash other than the team that you mentioned. Sacramento Kings are in third place. After ri- rattling off eight straight postseason appearances from 1998 to, ni- to 2006, including a Western Conference Finals appearance in 2002, Sacramento hasn't been to the postseason since 2006. That is incredible. They're That's in third insane. place in the West right now. They were really – so last night I was turning the game on just because, like, uh, what's live? <laughs> you know, that whole gambler's yeah. fiasco. Um, and they were playing the Grizz without Ja and without Steven Adams, and the game was like 86-82. Kings were winning, and I – had a little bit of a gummy, and I was like, I feel like the the Kings break away here. Went on FanDuel, bet them like to win by ten plus, and then also nineteen plus. And I stared at the thirty one plus at plus five thousand, and I was like, Don't get stupid. The Grizzlies up. didn't score a field goal in the last eight minutes of the game. Holy shnikes! Kings win by thirty three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. And I then you put a future on the Kings yeah. to win it all. <laughs> and I, I was like, I think Sabonis might be the best player in the world. He had a triple-double. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It just, the, the Kings are going to be that story this year where we're all like come playoff time. We're going to be like, let's fucking go, Kings. Yeah. So I was watching the game, and Sabonis wasn't in in the fourth, and I'm looking at his stat sheet on my phone. He's already got the assist. He's one rebound shy, and he's two points shy. He gets subbed in, gets a defensive rebound, Dishes it out to the point guard, gets a free dunk. They call a timeout. Well, there's your triple double. Yeah, and he probably didn't come back in. <laughs> yeah, he ended the night with 14 and 10 and 11. <sighs> Solid yeah, day's work. Yeah, they're, right. They're a little bit of a problem. But our other team, are, the Mavs, are tweaking. Three and seven in the last 10. Uh, Luke has been in and out, but when he plays, he needs he's the fucking best. And obviously, yes, he needs help. But his dad's name is Sasha. And it's so cool. And he was at Sasha, like their last homestand. And he had, like, 40, and he came out of the game. They were up, like, 15, 20 points. Everybody's, like, standing up. Like, his cousins and uncles are there, too, and they're standing up applauding him. His dad's just sitting down. Not, <laughs> no, no, not one You know clap. his dad's, like, 40? I yeah. wanted 50. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, so I'll be in the crazy. Car. I hope that doesn't, like, get ever get into his head. You always hear about the athletes that just could never impress their dads. Me. No. I mean, definitely not me. What, um... But you know no, what I'm saying. Look how I totally understand, but look how much fun Luke is having on the court. Yeah, so I don't want to speculate on something that isn't there because that's not my type of thing yeah. to do, especially with happiness. I think there's no speculation there. I think he like made it to the NBA. He's in the top five of players right now, regardless of where you want to rank him. For me, it's one. Mm-hmm. 
But, dude, he's just having so much fun when he's, like, there's videos of him, like, laughing yeah. and cheering. And he's also got that fuck you mentality, too, when, like, refs fuck him or somebody bounces off of him wrong and all this stuff. <laughs> My initial of- thought to who's, like, his savior is a strong, healthy Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Steven Bam at a bio. Bam would be good, too. Dude, there are a lot of people. Just some guys who aren't ball dominant because he has it all the time. And Spencer Dinwiddie was talking about playing with him. Spencer Dinwiddie's a great player. Like, yeah, he is. If you think when you go to the bear of his stats and who he's supposed to be, and he was like, dude, everyone just kind of understands. Like, he's a unique guy to play with, but he makes everybody better. Basically just saying, I'm okay with being six or seven years older than him, six or seven years more NBA experience, but letting him already take over. He's like 22. Yeah. What do you think would have been if it was Luca and Dirk at the same time? Oh my God! Five oh, championships. God. In so there's the answer. Just yeah, but he's not. He's he not needed like he's not he, basketball live anymore. <laughs> no, I know, but like a prime Kevin Love would have been great. Ooh yeah. Like Carl um, Anthony Towns would probably be perfect. Maybe Fuck. they take tank for Victor. I don't think that would I work. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think one because Victor's going to be one of the biggest busts in the history of the uh, NBA. Yeah, I forgot about your take on that. Yeah, and he is ball dominant too. Yeah, yeah I mean Dirk would have been awesome. So unselfish, so good, so efficient. Yeah, God, that's great to think about. I'm not going right? to have any trouble falling asleep tonight. <laughs> you know, go go home and reset the 2K rosters. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Brady's <laughs> just going to fall asleep in a lazy boy with a fall, fadeaway jumper <laughs> arm in with the, the air. With the leg up. Yeah. So I love Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I love Europe. Um, first things first, you talk about how much fun Luke is having. This is the this is my spin for. I'm happy that the Bulls aren't good because if they were to play them in the finals and he were to hit a step back three and hit his little grin, mm-hmm. I would be forced to be mad because I love the Bulls, but I'd be so mad at myself for being mad. Yeah. Like if James hit a hole in one. Exactly. There we but go. I, um, <laughs> so all I really wrote was Bulls, 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 IDK, IDK, IDK. I mean, they've won two in a row. They're winning right now. But, I mean, they beat the Pistons in France. Great. The Pistons do not. This is why we need relegation in the NBA. Yeah. Just for this year, they shouldn't play the rest of the year. Cade Cunningham's hurt, and he's going to be very good and was very good when he was out late. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know, dude. They're 22 and 24. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. It's just like, it's just so mediocre. And their roster is not mediocre. Yeah. And I, 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 it's just the same thing over and over again. It's just like, I, if Lonzo Ball was playing, I genuinely think that we would be first in the East. Yeah. I agree with uh, you thinking that. I don't know. Um, but now that I've started betting on like player props a little bit more, Vooch is starting to be one of my friends. Yeah, and and Longsus getting a little friendly. You know, they're twenty two and twenty four. Yeah, I'm, now that I'm betting player props, it's like, oh wait, who won the game? I don't know, but Vooch had thirty four plus rebounds, points, the, assists. Yeah, he's 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 great, dude. But then when they're on ESPN, he stinks. Yeah, one hundred percent. He he is he's he's like uh, Kirk Cousins. He can't play in prime time. <laughs> Don't fucking compare anybody. Oh my God, forsaken bulls to Kirk Cousins, please. They were your Vikings. It's fair. Guillotine, I, motherfucker. I know. I was just about to say that. I put myself in so many self traps. Like I'm the guy who steps in a bear trap on purpose. That's me. My new thing at the bar. She go. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Bears, um, want to talk a little NFL. Yeah, I want to footy, talk footy football. I want to talk one thing before getting into all the games that just happened, and that is 
that Deion Sanders might be the coolest person on the planet in sports right now. If yes. he said, hey, James, cut your finger off for me, I'd be like, you got a knife? Yeah. Or you got a guillotine? Yeah, James, come here. I'll give you $30 an hour. I want you to do this. I want you to line up in front of our O-line and get shoved around for four hours. Yes. Done. You got it, coach. I'd be like, done. Where do I... I'd be like, whose car are we taking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Perfectly done, James. Yeah, well, right. I want to be Deion this guy Sanders. Take it. He is like, dude. Imagine so cool, dude. He started at a black, historically black college. For him, he loved it. He did everything he wanted to accomplish there, and then he moved to Colorado and switched yet another. Number one prospect in football to come to Denver. I know Nick Saban's your guy, but I'm just using him for the sake of the argument. It's like watching Deion Sanders take recruits from guys like Nick Saban who have just been grandfathered into getting the best corrupt NCAA football. This like gated community. Exactly. Is fucking awesome. And he is so unapologetic about it. And he's fantastic. Fantastic, and everything he says he's gonna do, he does it. He he points at the sky and says, "I'm gonna take that fucking mountain," and he gets that mountain. Yeah, he Colorado's already in the top twenty-five, and Colorado's always struggled because they have some weird like recruiting and money giving thing where boosters and the alumni don't allow it to happen. And he kind of changed it all already. It's insane. He's taking over college football. So effectively. And it's really fun to watch. Holy cow. And fucking Colorado's like gear and stuff is so sick. Like, With that being said, I am hammering whoever Colorado plays their first game. You're, you're betting against them? Yeah. 100%, dude. <laughs> yeah, because no they are going to be outrageous favorites yeah. for a team with a first-year head coach with yeah. their organization. What is his first, like, great call? I'm not going to do that, but great call. The I'm first, hammering the buffs. <laughs> the first game Colorado plays, like, what is that pregame speech going to be like? It's going to it's gonna be in its own locker room. No videos are going to come out, and it's going to be everybody throw your phone in this little bag, and I'm going to take them away, and I'm going to yell. And they're going to be like gonna, 14 to nothing before YouTube TV can even load. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be full of whisper. God, it's be I can't full wait of for screams, And it's going to be full of eye contact. And his huge hands, dude. He's got ginormous hands. Yeah, it also helps that he's the best defensive back ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, he's one of the best multi-sport athletes to have ever touched any activity, sport, hobby. And his nickname is Coach Prime. Like, how fucking cool yeah, is he's that? still in peak shape. We talked about it before. Like, fat gym teachers make you so mad. Like, he's a guy that you want to work hard for. He's probably he almost, running right next to you. And he almost lost his foot. Yeah. And he's still as happy as can be all the time. And he's a big God guy. And yeah, that's, I really like him. That's one of the things that always threw me off when, like, growing up, super naive about, like, coaches and everything. The guy who was, like, smiling, laughing, like, doing all that stuff, and then would just motherfuck you into oblivion oh, yeah. when you're not doing your job correctly. Yeah. But now it's cool. Now it's <laughs> now it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that great. You're setting yourself it was a little up. scary. It's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you yes, know what happens buffs. after you go to college? You go to the NFL. Yes. A uh, 
not so great weekend of football. I mean, it wasn't too exciting, but we have a game from last week that we didn't talk about that I'm forced to talk about because it's my job and I'm a man of integrity. Bucks 14, Cowboys 31. The Cowboys cover. The under misses by a half point, which sucks, but I lived it at 44 and a half, so good for me. Good for you. Um, I think Tom is the closest he's ever been to being done. And, like, oh, he already retired. No, he didn't. We all know he was coming back. <laughs> and um, Or he is going to do something stupid as fuck, i.e., go to the Raiders. He said the other day um, on his podcast that he does, and Larry Fitz was on, he was, like, basically saying, like, if I knew what – these are his actual words. If I knew what I was fucking doing, I would have already fucking done it. It's just, it <laughs> like the, and now I'm like, oh, shit. He never gets like that. He yeah. never gets agitated. They speculate what he's doing for the past 15 years. That's so funny. I saw a quote of that, and I was like, no way. And then I saw like and I was that. like, wait, let me make sure I'm not getting duped by ball sack sports again. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually ESPN. Oh, and I was God. like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, He's going through something. And I was like the super naive and just throw all your problems away because you have something great. Like not thinking about his family and like, oh, he got divorced. Oh, Giselle's, it's Giselle's fault. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe like he is a psychopath and maybe like he fucked up and he knows he fucked up. Yeah. And I never wanted him to go out like this. Yeah, that was bad. But I'd rather have him go out than play for the Raiders. Like, the Raiders have Devontae Adams. Awesome. And that's super sick. Josh Jacobs for sure doesn't want to come back. Their offensive line isn't great. Their defense is okay. Like, he's in a situation well, in his career me. where I don't care what people say. Yes, he went to the Bucs and he had a perfect scenario and coasted to a Super Bowl. I don't care. He still did it. Your guy, your favorite player doesn't just go to a perfect situation. They've all done it. And he's the one who actually wins. And that's what he's going to have to do. San yeah. Francisco's not going away from Brock Purdy now. You can't. Their their hand is forced. Yep. The Eagles aren't going away from fucking Jaylen. Jalen Hurts. The Bengals aren't going away from Burrow. And those are the only three, like, perfect scenarios in my head. Yeah. So yeah, it's either going to be something stupid as fuck or he's going to retire, which is like, oh, are you saying he's retiring? No. I mean, I got him to come back for another year, and that was probably the most electric day of my life. So... I guess uh, we'll, I mean it'll honest, be okay if it happens. Honestly, he should just go back to the Patriots and do a farewell tour and then call it a career. If Josh McDaniel went back, I would be okay with that. I mean, they got Bill O'Brien. He won a Super Bowl with Bill O'Brien as his OC. Yeah, but I want Josh McDaniel. But fair enough. I mean, it's it's just how it should be. Like he should retire a New England Patriot. He should get the series finale to his episode, like his series. There's a lot and, of talk about Miami too though. But no, he should just go back, play whatever he wants and just say goodbye to every field he played at. He, he should just be like, his, "Hey, like, I'm, oops, my bad." No, I'm no, just being honest. I think he's done. I think that I think he should go back to New England. I agree with Pat and be like, "Hey, like we're playing like a shitty team today. Mac, get on in there. You can play. Like he yeah. should just play what he wants to play." And and Mac Jones can learn under him too more because yeah. Mac Jones no not very good. And Patriots fans don't deserve any more success from Tom Brady. So they should just be lucky he wants to come back and he'll grace the field. For another season, and he'll ride into the sunset with 12 on his back. That would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. Yeah. They'll win eight games. They'll probably make the playoffs. They'll win nine games because it's Tom Brady. He'll find a way. And then, you know, they'll lose in the playoffs with dignity this time. 
because this Bucks Cowboys game had zero dignity for Tom Brady. Yeah, it was just it was just like, wait, is this the guy that every big comeback? This right. guy has done it all. Like it was pathetic. It was the first time I've ever seen him look pathetic. Yeah, and Vegas probably made a killing from people live betting the Bucks every single time the Cowboys scored. Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's like every I like I was literally just kept looking at Twitter and it was just like. Pucks are going to come back and win this game, right? Like, Pucks are going to yeah. come back and win this game. Like, Dak is not good, but she's not good. We're about to get into him in a second, but here we go. Um, all games last week went over, so obviously we should have parlayed all the unders. Nope. Uh, but they did all go under. Uh, first game was Chiefs 27, Jags 20. Uh, great backdoor by the Jags. Uh, Kadarius Tony is on, oh, my, on my absolute shit list. <laughs> I bet him every single way. First touchdown, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and had him in a bunch of parlays. And he was the only one that would <laughs> that missed. And then I needed the over for Travis Kelsey two plus in the over, so I needed him to fuck up the onside kick. And of course, he's the last person to touch the ball. Yeah. So if the amount of times we heard the name Kadarius Tony on Saturday, yeah. But I mean, the back door cover really is going to blind some people. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs played phenomenal. I mean, it was. It was what was it twenty seven to fourteen? Did they go for two? I don't know. I mean, the back door. Yeah. Just taking the back door out. Twenty seven fourteen. They dominated the game. No, they went for a field goal. It was twenty seven seventeen. They kicked the field goal. Tried to kick oh, the. Sorry, twenty seven the seventeen. Kick. They would have covered. You kick a field goal in that situation. You can't expect that. The Chiefs were a good bet. If you lost them, sorry, I didn't actually take them. Patrick Mahomes' ankle is definitely a little bit worrisome. It's just a high ankle sprain, but those can last for forever. But even, like, 50% of Patrick Mahomes, I like the odds. Yeah. He's really fucking good, man. And Travis Kelsey's always open. We're, well, we're, so, we're all sitting there just saying, like, the Chiefs are going to win this game. Yeah. Yeah, which game? The Bengals game? No. No. This uh, game. That we're yeah. Playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The uh, whole, I wrote on my sheet, didn't nail it, but kind of kind of did. Right. You know? Like, it was... I had Travis Kelsey two plus that was written all over my brain. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know what? Plus 400 isn't good enough. I know who can we parlay it? I with? had a parlay with the over. Yeah. It so, was in, in the fucking second quarter. So, um, I didn't end up winning any money through Travis Kelsey getting those two plus that we all knew was going to happen. But the chiefs at home against the Jags, Regardless of where Patrick Mahomes is, if he's on the field, they're going to win that game nine times out of nine. Yeah. You don't even need the 10th because they already did they, it. They won Do you guys times. think that the Jags can make that next step? They looked very promising. Yeah, or, for like, sure. Say this game happens next year, they have, like, the Jags have one more win, and they win their division a little more handily than they did this year. I still think they're losing to the Chiefs. I think they'd need, like, Christian Kirk to be the two. If they had AJ Brown, I would guess that they would have like yeah. somehow, some way. I, I mean, they're definitely frisky. I think Trevor Lawrence sh- showed enough. Like, and I think Doug Peterson got what he wanted this year. He wanted to be like, "Hey, there is promise in this team." You know, Urban Meyer doesn't get enough credit for building them up so well. <laughs> but uh, Doug Peterson, you know, should shout him out. But like, hey, thanks, Urban. But uh, <laughs> no, I think that like he got what he wanted. Like, hey, this team has promise. We could do it. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, that was a terrible pick he threw at the end. Like, that was not good. But. I think he, I think he definitely made some big strides, and I think, and also I loved him waiting in the tunnel to handshake all of his teammates. Yes, much respect for that, and I think the Jags will be frisky next year. Yeah, me too. I think, and the Titans seem like they're on the verge of blowing it up. It's their division now. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Eagles 38, Giants 7. Fucking <laughs> nailed it. Bully beatdown. James and Brez were you so embarrassingly wrong. morons. That was... <laughs> oh, my God. That was just... You guys are so fucking stupid. I was, like, sitting there... So dumb. And especially last year, too, when Brez and I hammered the Niners and you guys took the Cowboys, like, I thought it was just going to be the same thing. That was so fucking bad. Like, that was just... as that was a that was Georgia TCU pretty much. Yep. So my roommate actually brought up a great point. He was like, "You guys should talk about this more." And I was like, "Yeah, we should." But he's so just like bland. Like, what do you talk about? Like Daniel Jones. They're talking about already resigning him today, and that he's the quarterback of the future. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't know what he is. I don't think. I think that Dable. That's not Dable's guy. I think Dable's going to want someone completely different brought in so they can keep Saquon. But in I did listen on first take. Stephen A. brought up a great point. Man had absolutely nobody to throw to. Like that yeah. was almost a situation similar to Fields. And I'm not taking anything away from your Eagles, Pat. They looked damn near perfect. But Jalen Hurts has got AJ Brown, freaking Dallas, or, or yeah, Dallas Goddard Dallas and uh, Devontae Smith stuff. to throw to. I'm totally on the side of Daniel Jones would be my quarterback if I was a Giants fan. Yeah. In what way, shape, or form has he not like? If he can't throw it, he's he's somehow Very six, good. Foot, six foot six with 70 rush yards. Yeah. Like, yeah. the guy can play the game. He's throwing to Sterling Shepard. And he wasn't. Like, Sterling Shepard's always hurt. He was throwing to fucking Richie James Jr., whoever that is. And yeah, and then, like, the was it Hodgkins? Or Isaiah it, Hodgins, yeah. Or Hodgins. Like, that shows promise, but, like... And it's, like, so stupid looking back. I don't know. You guys kept saying you're so dumb for betting the Giants. So dumb. It's like Stephen A. said it perfectly. There's no way in hell the Giants were going to win that game. Yeah. You got Philly, primetime playoffs, rocking. Yeah. And I can never. They're a problem. They're a I, real problem. I can Sorry. never. like. I meant Darius Slayton. Yeah. <laughs> I can never support the city of Philadelphia, but dear God, Nick Sirianni is that dog. I know. I, I fucking want to see him lose sometimes when he's on the mic as a Philly scumbags, but I shouldn't take it away from him because of other people. And him telling the refs, I know the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. That was so fucking funny. Yeah, he's just, he's uber confident. He should be. They're fucking sick. Him nodding his head like the whole time. I'm like, yeah. you get to do that when you're just stomping on your division rival. Yeah. Great, yeah, I just, I just love how we all forgot that the Eagles were the best team when Jalen Hurts was healthy. I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I met hand to God. I was so fucking wrong about the Eagles. And I, if, let's say if the Cowboys would have miraculously won that game, mm-hmm. the Eagles would have probably beat them by 50. I like where your head's at. The I don't Eagles, know if oh, I yeah. agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, think yeah. that would have been an absolute beatdown. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy's going to go into Philly and light up the scoreboard. Just the Niners' defense is just not fair. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a good game. Um, Bills 10, Bengals 27. Joe Burrow doesn't lose. He, he After doesn't. my high horse of the Eagles game, <laughs> I was so wrong about this game. Every which way you could write it. Bengals. Dude. It was always the I was. Yeah. I was Stefan Diggs wrong. Just, it was, I was like, time to go to Stefan Diggs, the guy who scored every game in the regular season. Throw to him. He's down there. Still nope. Still nope. NFL's fixed, man. We talked about it. But, like, I would feel like this, the NFL being fixed would want, like, the underdog to lose because so many people, but whatever. I'm not. No, because. They don't want to have to deal with their fuck-ups. And if the Bills would have won, they would have had to go to the neutral site and all oh. that. How, how weird would that have looked? 
like in Atlanta, like the Chiefs and the Bills playing each other. Like, yeah, for, that would have been so weird. And, and now there's no, I don't, I don't mean to say this in any disrespect, but it's the only word I know what to say. There's no taint to any of this playoffs now. No, exactly. It's like the teams that should be there are there. Absolutely. The, the best teams are and they're, they're, there. they're playing at the fields they're supposed to play at. Exactly. Like, we're going to get Arrowhead's going to be rocking. Philly's going to be fucking rocking. Like, we, I feel like everyone got the games they wanted to see. Yeah, and I have a little... Go ahead. No, you're good. I have a bugaboo with Stephon Diggs. Everyone's, like, praising him for his tweet today. He was like, you want, to be, you want me to be cool with losing? Nah. You don't have to be cool with losing, but you can't leave the fucking locker room. Like... It's a team game, and that's why he got he left Minnesota with such um, malice with the fans, and people, the fans probably don't like him, and now Buffalo Bills fans probably aren't going to like him. It's a team game, bro. Yeah. I understand that they didn't get you the ball enough. They didn't get anybody the ball. You lost by 17. You got dominated. Your, your defense literally got bullied by Joe Joey B. Right, like, and you can't just leave the locker room. I think that's a snake move, and no, it should not be praised at all. Yeah. And no, and that's the thing. It's like, and you know, like we said before we started recording, like Eli Apple, yes, he like has been running his mouth, but that guy's career. Scumbag. He's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. <laughs> but his career has sucked, and everyone's always taking shots at him. Like last year, he got fucking embarrassed in the Super Bowl. No one's denying that. But now he's going back to another AFC championship game. You bet your ass he's going to run his mouth at the people that wrote him off. Best rap lyric of all time. It's cool when they do it, it's a problem when I do it. It's yeah, like yeah. the shit that was said about him on social media. Thank you for bringing that up because I was a little mad about it. And I was like, defensive backs always get their comeuppets. But honestly, the shit that was being said about him is like, okay, what did you expect him to be like? Okay, now I'm playing good. You guys are all forgiven. No, <laughs> no, exactly. He's gonna like, like he literally got crucified by the New York media when he was drafted there. Went to New Orleans, didn't do well. Went to Carolina, and they dumped him right away. The Bengals gave him another chance. He's on his fucking high horse, and whether you hate him or love him, I just think it's funny because, like, he, I just think he's hilarious when he talks shit. But he's going to keep talking shit until he loses again. And he, it's not like last year he went out and ran his mouth after the Super yeah. Bowl. He was like, I got popped in the mouth by Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. and like, shut him up. <clears throat> yeah. Eat him. But now, and, and now fucking Stefan Diggs just gave him, fueled his fire. He said, Hey, Josh and Stefan, if you need a therapist, <laughs> let me know. And I was like, oh, I don't like the therapy jokes, but that's hilarious. Cancun on three. Yeah, that's <laughs> great, too. Um, and then Sunday night game, Niners 19, Cowboys 12, absolute snooze fest. Just happy the Cowboys lost. I wanted to put a million dollars on the Niners, but didn't feel super confident. I took a minus three and a half, and then I had them in a parlay minus five and a half. So. Yeah, I, took, I ended up taking them. I, after they scored the Christian McCaffrey touchdown, they were still minus three and a half, so that's when I bet them. You see the kid who won fucking 72K on Dalton yeah. Schultz? Fucking pissed at that guy. Yeah, he sucks. You bet the first touchdown score of each of these games. He had Travis Kelsey. He had, was it Dallas Goddard? Yeah, he yeah. had Dallas Goddard. Then he had Jamar Chase. And then, wouldn't you guess it? He had Dalton Schultz. And then the one guy had all tight ends, and Dawson Knox was the only one that didn't have oh. that, that was for, like, close to 500K, I the, think. There were a lot of people on Dawson Knox. Like I was just, like, all over social media. Everyone's like, need a Dawson Knox. Yeah, I Dawson's love kid Dawson every tight Knox. End. He's so great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, he didn't touch the ball until, like, the fourth quarter. Yeah. Dude, the Niners, though, like, I saw a thing, like, they're, what's it, that Greenlaw, that Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. The Niners went from Navarro Bowman and fucking Patrick Willis to those two. Yeah. That is fair. just absurd and yeah. like the Niners defense I think I don't know if they're going to beat the Eagles because the way how good the Eagles offense looked flawless 
but damn straight the Eagle the Niners are gonna give them a fucking fight. Yeah, so Philly at home against the Niners. Philly's minus two and a half and the over under is forty six and a half. It, I don't want I'll feel stupid either way. Agreed. So hype, hypothetical here. Um if somebody <laughs> had a bet that the Super Bowl matchup would be Chiefs Niners, how would somebody handle this weekend? You put a thousand dollars on Philadelphia minus two and a half <laughs> <laughs> in an open parlay. <laughs> You can do open – wins this bet? I haven't seen these open parlays. I've seen people do them, but I don't know how to do them. You could do it on your one side. Yeah, I've tried on that one. Oh. Can't find it. Yeah, open parlays are the best. Yeah, I wish I could do it. But I think um, – Even though they're actually the worst because you initially want to put in a parlay of three teams. So then you're like, let's just put in two, and then we'll figure out the third team. And then you switch from – you hit the first two, and then you're like, ah, I want to switch on the third one. And you're like, ah, well, if I would have just put it in originally, it would have hit. Yep. Been there on every bet I've ever had. Yeah. Imagine if I took the Kings 31-plus last night. Who knows if I'd... Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then awesome. we got the Chiefs at home against the Bengals. Cincy minus two, over under 46 and a half. My picks are open for auction, which means you two have the ability to sway me. Um, I have no fucking clue, but my gut is saying Eagles and Chiefs. And the Eagles is just because, like, dude, they look fucking outrageously good, and... The Niners looked a little suspect. And the reason I'm taking the Chiefs is because they're at home and they're giving points. Like, some people would be like, oh, that's yeah. a trap. And I'm in love with Joe Burrow right now. So that uh, everything screams to me the way my life and my gambling has gone is to take the Chiefs. I will not probably be doing that. But, again, the floor is yours to tell me why I should. I Last time I looked, the spread was a pick em, or that the Bengals were plus 100, so nothing crazy. All right, but well, if it's down to one, that, then I, no, I'll it's, just it's do it. No, it's Bengals one and a half um, right now as I'm looking at it. If so, the Bengals are still favored on Sunday or Saturday, whenever they play, I'm pretty sure Sunday, I will be Sunday. I will be taking the Chiefs. But if it goes to a pick em, I'll just be taking the over and a bunch of touchdowns. <laughs> how many Jamar Chase touch? How many like Jamar Chase touchdown parlays are you going to take where he's going to be in it probably? All of them. <laughs> I Brady, who do you have to score every player on the field? <laughs> I'm I'm in a world right here where there's only one team that's and it's weird because all these teams are super likable in my opinion. And my least liked team in here is the Bengals. I've been on KC mm-hmm. and Philly the entirety and the 49ers and their win streak just made me so happy because they did exactly what I've been on a couple times. And the story of Brock Purdy being the third string and then leading a team is just awesome. Brock so Purdy. I am 100%ing a Chiefs win because people are like, oh, Pat Mahomes isn't going to be super healthy. You shut up. Like, I know, like all the that doesn't That doesn't make a lick of sense. He wasn't healthy the end of the game. They still... Easily won, and he did exactly what he needed to do. He wasted the clock when he needed to waste the clock. He moved the ball when he needed to move the ball. He's not limp. He was limping, but he didn't stop playing the game. And the Cowboys are arguably the second-best defense in the NFL this year. Yeah. Cowboys? Jacks? No, Cowboys. When I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes? No, but you're talking about Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasting the clock. Like, you kind of had to. I mean, like, that's the way you beat the Cowboys. Yeah, I was talking about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, sorry. No worries. I thought you said Brock Purdy. Uh, I was saying 
Whatever. So well, if you're 100 okay. on the Chiefs, I'm 100 percent on the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. It's then. Chiefs. Uh, it's Chiefs money line for real, for real. Because if you're taking spread when it's one and a half, figure it out. And I'm taking the Eagles solely because yes, the Niners defense is so good, but like the Eagles offense is just dominant, dude. That, yeah, that literally was just like that. What's the the meme from Avengers with like the Hulk taking Loki? Like that was the Eagles just doing that. Yeah, over and over again. Just like I, we were sitting there watching, and I was just like, I'm like, I'm like, how do they just keep fucking scoring? It's yeah. just like they would just come right down the field. I agree. The Eagles and the Chiefs were the two teams that um, I felt very high on. The Chiefs reminded me of like the Warriors when like they won, and then everyone's like, ah, they're not what they used to be. And it's like. <laughs> They're still very, very close to it. Yes. <laughs> and they I'm, still have Patrick Mahomes or Steph Curry. You're going to have a chance to win every game when you have them. I will take Pat Mahomes in the points and the Eagles. My question to you guys, what is Mahomes' legacy if he loses to Burrow again? It's tainted for sure. I, that's what, like, listening to sports radio, everyone's just like, oh, his legacy's over. I'm like, it's not over. And I agree with you 100%. It's tainted. Pat Mahomes is fucking unbelievable, the plays that that guy makes. I just think if Burrow definitely beats him again in Arrowhead, that's going to be like, wow. He just wouldn't be in that upper echelon of winners anymore, where he is right now. He's a winner. All he does is win. He's lost one Super Bowl game five to straight, Tom Brady. Five straight AFC championship right. games. Right. Like, they're always there. You can't say, oh, because he lost in the fucking semifinals of the playoffs that he's a bad player. But if you lose to Joe Burrow again after a year where everything's kind of set up for you, I know you lost Tyreek Hill, but you still got Travis Kelsey. Got all these weapons. Your defense Andy is a little Reed. better. And Andy Reid. You should be going, you should be progressing as a quarterback who's getting paid 500 mil. Quick so, question. Would you rather lose to Jer- Joe Burrow twice to go to the Super Bowl or lose to Eli Manning twice in the Super Bowl? Um, it depends on how many I had before that. Exactly. Or ended up with. That's fucking exactly. Bad. If I ended so, up with seven, I'd still be upset about it. Exactly. I, so take, Pat Mahomes has plenty of time, even if he doesn't beat Joe Burrow. Absolutely, Sunday. but we're we're a what have you done for me lately podcast and world. <laughs> yeah, that's why you guys forgot about the Chiefs this year. So I I, I, I just it. told you I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, it's oh. Chiefs and Eagles. I'm kind of bummed. That Would my you rather get backdoor here. covered by the Jacksonville Jaguars or just or bet the Giants? Winning? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I read the Giants. That would suck. I watched Little Giants the night before. It didn't work out. All right, I'm taking Chiefs and Eagles. Making yep. a statement. Chiefs and Eagles. Bengals, Niners. Oh, you're such a stupid idiot, baby. Do you not remember what just happened? <laughs> it can't get any worse. Bulls are up at halftime. Let's go, Bulls. A lot of time to bounce back. Staying positive. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Oh, Ooh, James in the outro. Stay hydrated this week. Drink some water. It's chilly out there in the Midwest. Stay cold with some ice cold water. Music by Pat Mallers and Charles. Chef Charles, that is. Feels so good. All right. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing the longer they said the light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la di da di do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it
I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset